everybody. Welcome back to the 1313 podcast, the most mediocre podcast in the Star Wars universe. I'm Jackson. I'm Tommy. And unfortunately, we don't, don't have Jacob because of scheduling conflicts once again. Hopefully this will be resolved by when Bad Batch comes out. For all of you beautiful people who are brand new to our channel, thank you for stopping by today. We would ask that you just please uh, subscribe. <laughs> subscribe to the video <laughs> like subscribe to the channel like the video uh make sure to follow us on instagram and x we also have a twitch as well uh we do have the audio version available on spotify apple music various other platforms if you want to help support us financially we do have channel memberships for only 99 cents a month and we also have a patreon with several tiers and for our patreon giveaway this month because we do give away every single month Ooh. for people in our patreon we have Cal Kestis in the red box. Tommy and I were able to find this during Toy Hio. If you didn't see the vlog for that, you should totally check it out because it was awesome. And this was just a really awesome pickup. You can't really find this anywhere. So we figured we would get it for y'all. But yeah. I feel like other than that, Tommy, how was your week? Um, yeah, real, real quick, couple things. Oh, yeah, before. My, my, my um, no, you guys, first off, you know, make sure you join that Patreon. We don't have enough budget to have Jacob on every single week. Um, we only have enough budget to have him on like once a month. So if you guys contribute more to the Patreon, we can pay him more to stay we'll on have the show. Enough, <laughs> we'll have enough budget to have a third seat, uh, in the stew. So, uh, also, um, we are about to wrap up the process of the revamping of the merch. Yes. So. We are so incredibly close. We just need to put some final details on it once we get it up and running we're going to kind of soft launch it to members of our patreon and our closest friends so we can kind of have some people order it test it really quick mm -hmm. and then once we get orders in and we get some of the merch then we'll fully launch it out to the public right just because we want to make sure before we launch it that it's absolutely minty first yes we want to make sure it's not trash so, um, other than that, I mean, this past week, obviously, like Jackson said, we did go to Toy Hio, yes. um, which was a toy show that we got invited to by our good friend, Hybrid Toy Reviews. Go check out his channel. Um, he invited us down there. We thought it was going to be this little rinky-dink little flea market with like 10 vendors, and then we were standing in line, and the lady behind us was telling another guy in line that... Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just a lot of just 80s and wrestling toys, and Jackson and I shot each other a look like, oh, this is going to be ass. And then we walked in and it was amazing. It yeah. Was so much more than I ever would have thought it was going to be. They need to do a better job of promoting themselves online, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. The photos that they have on Facebook are like literally looks like it's in a random location. It looks very small and very cramped. When we went in, it was gigantic. There were several rooms of yeah. things and it was an absolute blast. They had nothing but heat and we got so many pickups for that too. If you want to see all the pickups we got, check out our vlog for it or check out Hybrid's perspective as well. It was an amazing time. They do it several times a year. So the next time they're doing is in June. Yes. So Tommy and Jacob should be there for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm for sure going with Hybrid um, and then we'll see whoever else wants to tag along can come as well heck yeah heck it's gonna yeah. be a lot of fun uh that was that was so much fun i my head was spinning dude there were so many <laughs> things to look at you know it was, it was yeah. awesome so. now we're talking about uh, just earlier today to maybe going to some other conventions near mm -hmm. us i was just kind of bored sitting on my phone when i first got into work and then i ended up triggering triggering a whole spiral i found out that we are basically near steel city con we never mm -hmm. really went to it before because i did see some complaints about venue sizing and just yeah. i guess like walkability of it mm -hmm. but i saw that the i forget her name 
Oh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce her name off the top of my head. But the lady who plays Sabine in uh, the Natasha Asso- Liu Bordizo. Yeah, Natasha is going to be at Still City. And I was like, holy cow, that would be awesome. It's actually right next to me. I have, this is from Spectre Surplus, actually, who I'll call back to later in this video. They have these awesome wooden signs that we got at ICC. And we got Tia Sakar to sign it as the original Sabine. So I was like, holy cow, wouldn't that be awesome if I also had live action Sabine Sinus 2? So that's what I would love to do. I maybe want to do like a photo op or something, but I'm kind of dying for that now. I want to go so bad, but yeah. Yeah, um, that will be cool. So we have we have, we have have stuff. Vlogs are super fun too, because they're yeah. super easy. You know, you just go record, you're done. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the editing process is really minimal. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jackson, what about you? How about your week? Was Other than the toy show, anything exciting happen? I'm trying to think. Starting the processing of moving. Okay. Uh, looks like the end of May, specifically around like May 20th is when I might start to go. So okay. that's like a huge ordeal. But I can't think of anything else. The armor is still slowly but surely finishing up. We It's just small details mm-hmm. at this point. We're working on it. Picked up some magnets today from my dad so hopefully the backpack can just be magnetically put on to my back which would make my life so much easier so really hoping that works yeah dude that's it's almost there we're almost there on that costume that's gonna be sick if it finishes soon i would love to wear it for steel city and then when we go see vanessa again in ohio in april Mm -hmm. i think that that would be cool just to kind of like wear it at a con to like not officially troop because I am signed up to do one on May the 4th. But. Vanessa, good soldiers follow orders. Bro, because the idea was, is what if we did like a like a photo op with Vanessa and like you and me and we oh. had Jacob in it. I, like you and me and Armor and Jacob yeah. and her in it. Like we could do like something like fun. I think that that'd that would be, be like super cool. We could like frame it. Yeah, too. that'd be super cool. I would cool. totally do that. Yeah. Considering it's going to be a small con too, I don't see why we wouldn't be able to do that. Right. That'd be sick. Yeah. Hmm. We'll have to we'll have to keep you updated on that. Yeah, we will have to. So we do have a few uh, little bits of I guess not so much Star Wars news, but news more to do with actors and actresses yeah. in Star Wars, both having to do with the Mandalorian. The yes. first one is some very sad news mm-hmm. uh, that we received in the past week, and that is the passing of the late and great Carl Weathers. Um, that was one that came as a shock to me. I didn't even see it until like hours after all you guys saw it yeah yeah i, did. I completely missed it um that I'm so out of nowhere it was very sudden yeah i agree especially since he was doing appearances in like the FanDuel commercial with like gronk they paid homage mm-hmm. to that uh, last night during the super bowl which i thought was a bit touching but screw you gronk for missing the field goal car weathers train you to hit it and then you <laughs> you choked it so yeah, no, that was it was very upsetting to see that, especially yeah. considering he's such a prominent character in the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So now that we have uh Balin and now yeah, him Ray, gone, Ray Stevenson, now Carl Weathers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both of them gone. This really complicates the issue still of like, are we gonna recast? Are we gonna write off? Like, because those are both characters that are still supposed to be really in their mm-hmm. stories. Yeah. At, at least with Grief Karga's character. You can, they already kind of put a bow on it at the end of season they three. Did. He doesn't have any conflict left. He's now the high magistrate of Navarro. Um, so, I mean, I feel like they could, if they did like, I don't know, an off screen death, you know, like they kind of just like, 
uh, or they have like a funeral service for him or something in the show or one of the or maybe yeah. the Mando movie or something like that. Um, I think I, I think know, that at yeah. least his character, as opposed to Ray Stevenson, at least with Carl Weathers' character, it's it they could leave it and it would be okay because yeah. his character was pretty resolved. Mm-hmm. It is but, just kind of sad to see is. like the trio of Mando being a uh, Caradune Mando and now him mm-hmm. like gone, yeah, like out of the story. And it's just Mando remaining now after the three seasons. Yeah, so you know our our condolences to the family and loved ones of. Carl Weathers, you know, he will be greatly missed. And obviously he's, he was so much more than star Wars. Oh, Um, he was Apollo Creed and you know, all these other great roles that he played. Um, so yeah, nothing much more to say on that. And we're going to get, we're going to move past that mundane, you know, sad note and, Mm -hmm. uh, get into something a little bit different. Um, that also came out this past week that, uh, Gina Carano, the actress who plays Cara Dune in the Mandalorian, I should say played, um, (laughs) is uh, suing Lucasfilm and Disney in a civil lawsuit. Um, And basically the gist of it is, you know, uh, she's suing them for discrimination and uh, wrongful uh, termination. And Mm -hmm. she basically wants her role back as Cara Dune uh, in the future of the Mando series um and you know we're obviously we're not here to we always say we don't want to talk politics or anything on the podcast so we'll save our comments um as to you know her whole past and everything but jackson do you um think that she'll get her job back no (laughs) i mean like i mean long story short for how hopeful i guess we can all be that even if she does win this lawsuit by any capacity, I could never see her coming back to Star Wars as Cara Dune. After everything that's happened, I just feel like there is a lot of bad blood Mm -hmm. with Disney at this point. It Again, it was upsetting to see the one of the three, as I mentioned. The trio. Yeah, the trio kind of fade away to what it is now, but such is life. There's nothing that we can do about it. Yeah, and again, you know, just to reiterate, we're not here to, you know, share our political beliefs or anything like that on the pod. That's, mm-hmm. that's not neither here nor there. It's we're here to just share the news with you guys. And, you know, there's I also agree, though, that she's not uh, I'd really I would think if it would be crazy if she was able to reprise her role mm-hmm. as Cara Dune. Um, I feel like they've definitely written that off already. Yeah. And there's already been so much like m- moving around because of her firing, like the Rangers of the New Republic show getting shelved mm-hmm. her. They probably they definitely had written in future involvement for her character in season three of Mando that got is already gone now. So they've already had to change so much in the story that I don't think that it would make a lot of sense to bring her back. So we'll see what happens. Um, if anything of note happens, if we hear anything, we'll make sure to share it with you guys on the podcast. But mm-hmm. uh, that's yeah, we, we just thought it was worth bringing up uh, very briefly because um, it's it's Star Wars and it's a Star Wars actor and it has directly to do with yeah. the future of Star Wars. So yeah. moving past that. Yeah. Into um, some news. Some news. Now, it was confirmed, I think, as of last week or a week and a half. Might have slipped between our fingers on that last pod. Mm-hmm. The title of the Mandalorian movie will be uh, The Mandalorian and Grogu. Yes. Now, there are also... There was a fake image by Figure Brian going mm. around of what the movie... The movie poster logo... The message. Would be... And that isn't true. There was never an official release of imagery for the movie yet, besides the kind of the picture that we have of Dinjarin and yeah. Grogu kind of like flying with an explosion in the background. 
that's all we have so far. So there isn't anything else. Just be aware that until it's released by Star Wars, it's probably fake. That was uh, a weird one because uh, in, you know, very, we see the post. I saw the post first on Figure Brian's Instagram yeah. page. Figure Brian is notorious for posting, you know, reposting other people's posts yes. and posting stuff that isn't entirely accurate to like screw what you see on screen and things like that. When yeah. it comes to Star Wars, um, when it comes to fan made posters and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, however, with and you know, obviously, like there's comments and stuff. I've commented on his stuff before. He doesn't answer comments uh on his instagram because it's posts. just a spam account you get like yeah he, 30 posts a day from an account <laughs> like that posting random star wars content because that's what it's for its sole purpose is just to put out there and not dump. listen because mm-hmm. it's for something for like a quick like and yeah it is what it is that's what that's you how hate he to makes money it. yeah he makes yeah. money off of his instagram page um but yeah it's uh i don't i i haven't seen an official source release that logo yep um if you don't know what we're talking about it's it's literally the mando season three the mandalorian and then they added and grogu to the bottom right of the logo Mm -hmm. i could i mean i could see it but also like until i see it from a legit source yeah exactly i'm not gonna think that's the legit logo i did see that a lot of people were saying online that it's a bad title for a movie what's your take on that the story is about the Mandalorian and Grogu. I feel like that's as yeah, simple right? as it can get. Do you really need some complicated name for it? I mean, it also would track. I mean, if you look at everything that's been released, uh, you know, in all these series that have come out, every single one has just been a character's name. Yeah. Exactly. Even, even one, like you could argue the book of Boba Fett. It's just, there's Boba Fett's name is right in the title. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if they come up with a clever title, I don't care either way. If it's yeah. a good movie, it's a good movie. And the title is yeah. not going to, I think people just like to look for whatever they can find to yeah. cry about. Um, it is. Yeah. But then in other star Wars news as well, empire magazine gotcha and got everybody else this week. Thank empire you. magazine just revealed Obi-Wan Kenobi season two officially in their magazine. Everybody said that the next day came and empire magazine said, Oh yeah, guys here, we're doing prequel magazines. Oh, and then everybody went, no, my source of likes and clicks for the next day are gone because there's no Kenobi announcement. Like when I called it, but I didn't. (laughs) Yeah, because that was just the I mean, they 100 percent debated everybody out there because their post was just hello there. So everybody thought that it was going to be Kenobi to some capacity. And we were kind of calling it. Yeah, how is a magazine going to reveal an official trailer for a source? Yeah. Like, that's something Star Wars will do itself. Yes. But all these people online said, Kenobi Season 2 announcement, it's coming tomorrow. It's coming. It's like people waiting for the end. They said, it's coming tomorrow. And then they went, where's it coming? <laughs> Not to mention, that line is one of the most memed lines in all. The, it's like oh, one of the most 100%. recognizable things yep. in from all of Star Wars, from those movies. So I really don't, whatever. Yeah, so <laughs> L, if you were like dead set that that was going to happen and upset the next day, it's just, it's a series of interviews and it's going to be a whole thing that comes out. But yeah, yeah, kind of did some cool photos. They did the nice one of Hayden Christensen with the Vader shadow background that they it was did as very a promotional cool. poster for Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, that's how did we almost forget this news? 
What? The Phantom Menace is coming into theaters oh, May oh 3rd. Oh my gosh, yes. May 3rd, oh Phantom my God. Menace. <laughs> Keep talking about it. I'm going to check. That's, yeah, so it was... Cinemark has it as a... If you go on the Cinemark app and you're a nerd like me and you have a Cinemark location, if you don't have a Cinemark location next to you, you're probably living a very good life. We're living in a very unfortunate time. <laughs> but if you go to the search button and you search The Phantom Menace, oh, okay, it has the picture for it now. Oh, it didn't the before. When it was a when it was announced on the app it was a blank screen it said phantom menace coming soon but now i'm on it and it has the new updated movie poster and i clicked yeah. the ad list to be notified when tickets become available but i am 100 percent seeing that i have to see may 3rd it. have to see it because yeah. we saw jacob and i saw the phantom menace when it was re-released in 3d in Same. theaters when 2013 yep lucasfilm said we're going to release all the Star Wars movies again in 3D, and then Disney bought them and said, you're not doing that. So. Then they were going to do it in 4D, and you could smell Jar Jar's No parts. such thing as a fourth dimension. No such thing as a fourth dimension. <laughs> do not even try to fight me. That is a 13-13 iceberg bit. <laughs> Jackson ranting about the fourth dimension. Somebody write this down Jackson, for later. You get, someone when we needs make to an iceberg be, video. I need someone like, because I know like, Commander Cook, for example, yeah. shout out to him and his channel, watches all of our podcasts early because he's because he's a patron and he helps pay our salaries Whoa. and he helps to keep us in the chairs. And Just help us the 1313 a, podcast does not actually collect a salary. And he helps to keep a third host in the chair. <laughs> but, um, no, he needs to be the scribe and mark down things whenever we say that needs to go on the iceberg. That is true. We Cook. need to make the iceberg before you leave. Yeah, we, we should definitely do, do we should just do it as like a separate like standalone episode. What though. if it's our next monthly stream where we just oh, we have it made? That would be a good and idea. For for March's March stream, stream, we have weeks to do it and we can there's like iceberg templates. We'll have it made and we'll see if the chat can explain it and if they can't We'll explain it for them. Hmm. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good one, actually. But yeah, uh, Phantom Menace. Uh, we saw the announcement while we were at Toy Hio. Yes, I so looked, we were yeah, stoked. Open my phone up. I'm like, oh, what? So I mean, that kind of makes me wonder if they're going to do the same for the 25th anniversaries of Episode Two and Episode Three. Could only hope. Mm -hmm. Could only hope. So yeah, that's going to be cool, and I'm definitely going to be seeing it. Oh, 100 percent. I'm going to definitely watch it. Eight. Seeing Darth Maul fight on the big screen and actually bring it yeah because <laughs> for some reason i don't remember it as a 13 year old <laughs> but yeah so i think we've covered all of our news yes, and rumors we did all that good stuff finally covered all the news yes so now it's time to talk about the topic yeah so, Jackson? so our topic for the week was suggested a few weeks ago by commander cook and we couldn't do it because we had the bad batch announcement and other stuff but Cook's topic suggestion for this episode was what are five Star Wars things that you own that you cannot live without that you kind of use on like a daily basis uh, deal. Mm -hmm. So Tommy and I, I have all five of my things in person to show off to everybody. I think Tommy has a few, but then also I can two of my five, but okay, yeah. three of them. Well, two of the other three were a little big. I didn't want to bring them over. That's so. okay. Yeah. So it is what it is on that. I think we can kind of 
hit it with number five. Do you want me to go first on that? For sure, that? yeah, go for it, dude. So yeah, so number five, a Star Wars thing that I use on a daily basis, I'm actually gonna pull it out here, is I use Spectre Surplus uh, patches. So for those of you who might be new to the show, Spectre Surplus is a shop that you can find on Etsy and they make very awesome military style Star Wars patches and challenge coins and other items too. But I use these for everything. So this is my journal that I use for ROTC. It has a cover on it where you can cut kind of, well, you can put your rank and like your unit pack. So I always put one of my things on here, but I have the Phoenix Squadron. I have a Wolf Pack one. And I have another one, but I'm blanking. Oh my, I have the Chimera. Oh, that's mm. what I have. I gotta show my backpack real quick. I have the Seventh Fleet ah. Chimera patch on here, but I use those all the time. They're on my journal, it's on my bag. I put it on my uh, my kit that I wear in Sick. uniform, and I almost wore it for the entirety of my training over the summer until the third to last week, my uh, Master Siren ripped it off my uh, kit and then said that the army does not do morale patches, but that's a regulation thing. It is what it is. But yeah, no, I use those all the time. I love them. They're high quality. And it's kind of like a nice way for me to show off even when I'm in like a military setting that like, hey, like I'm a Star Wars nerd because I can get away with it. Yeah. Uh, so my number nine is going to number be... number five. My number nine. Good Lord, dude. I'm get this man some coffee. Uh, <laughs> my number five is going to be the uh, Black Series Darksaber. Okay. And so the reason I choose the Black Series Darksaber is I remember when I got it, we recorded a video when we worked at LensCraft. Yeah, dude. We were in the back room where you threw out the trash. <laughs> Previewing our podcast episode where we were going to talk about the Darksaber. Uh, I really like it because it's a cool piece to show in my Star Wars room. When I bring like friends over and I show them my Star Wars room, that is 10 times out of 10, people get drawn to the Darksaber. They want to pick mm -hmm. it up. They want to light it up, swing it around. You know, it's, it's, cool. it's, a, it's a conversation piece and it's got some nice girth and weight and chill. <laughs> chill. It's got some nice heft to the hilt it's metal so it's really cool mm -hmm. and i like it because uh it's the only um force fx lightsaber i've ever seen that has a charging cord yes. instead of batteries um which is a dub it's cool and again it's it's a really good conversation piece and i think if i were to only have five things left that would have to be one of them because one it's it's we thought it was like the coolest thing in the world cool enough to post about it on our when we first started <laughs> the show um, but also because it's such a conversation piece. So, oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good yeah. one for sure. Uh, for my number four going into this, this will be a little bit smaller, but I'll try to get it out. I'm going to say it's my, a gun. Oh, okay. no. Whoa. <laughs> it's my heroes and villains Star Wars themed wallet. I don't know if it'll show up on camera here. I'll try moving it around. But this one is a it's the new Mythosaur logo on the front. And then like on the back, it has a. Uh, I'm like blanking, dude. Oh my gosh. Imperial it's a, Yeah, it's a, it's, oh, it's the a Beskar ingot. There we go. And then on the inside, it has part of like the Mandalorian Creed. And it's got this nice like uh, magnet system here that also works as a money clip. But I really like these specific ones by Heroes and Villains. I had one that was a Rex one for a while. And I only just switched to this because the Rex one was getting a little bit old. And you know how that goes. But again, I use it on a daily basis because it's my wallet. It's very nice and slim. And it's got a stylish look to it too. So it doesn't look like 
like your McDonald's like kitty wallet that you're pulling out. It's still yeah. cool enough to look like an adult thing. For sure. And it's also uh, not like obviously screaming out there like, I watch Star Wars, everyone. So it's kind of like a nice niche little thing. But yeah. Yeah. See, with mine, I, I was stuck to a lot more like collectibles, like stuff. I, I literally walked in. Stuck my... to collectibles. Oh, I stuck yeah. to like everyday items that I use. I walked into my Star Wars room and went, "What are the five things if I had to get rid of <laughs> everything else that I have here?" Okay. What are the five? So, so that'll number... be the difference between our yeah, yeah. choices then. Well, my number four is going to go to. Well, I guess my top two spots are a little different, but my number four is going to go to my uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn Funko Pop. Um, I was super into Funkos before I got into Black Series. And that's something, that's 1313 Iceberg right there. <laughs> is uh, before I collected what I do now, I was an avid, avid collector. Only of, for the Funkos. Only for wanted. the Funkos. Um, and <laughs> it was like, I, the, the Thrawn at the time was the only Thrawn. It was a 2017 Comic-Con exclusive. And, or Star Wars Celebration, one of the two. And I, it was, I think I got it on Amazon. I think I paid $80 for it. And it's like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. Now. When I think about like uh, uh, a memento of a bygone era, yeah. I think of the Thrawn Pop. Because it's one, I'll <laughs> never get rid of it. And even though I don't collect Funko Pops anymore, um, and I despise them now, uh, I I think I would always keep that one. And it always remains a little sentimental to me. That's, so that's, that's that one. I'm just reminding everyone Tommy did the list wrong this week. So in my <laughs> in my number three for Star Wars items that I can't live without, mm. I have my fives chokelies that I had made. So uh, I guess another 1313 iceberg bit would be that we all used to work at Lens Crafters. Yeah, I still yeah. do, and I'm almost fully there at Sunglass Hut. But Tommy helped me design these five uh, sunglasses, and it says uh, 5555 on the bottom, and I did the color scheme of, like, Fives' helmet. But the reason, for me at least, that's, like, a, like an essential thing to me that Star Wars is that, like, I'm always wearing sunglasses. I mean, especially with yeah. working in the glasses industry, I try to wear glasses more frequently now when I can, and it helps me advertise products to people, too. And I think I have like five different pairs of sunglasses. God help me. But you can never have enough. You can never have enough. You hear that, Maya? You can never have enough. But they're good because it's very high quality as well. So, I mean, I care about my eyesight because my eyesight is already really, really bad. And I'm not trying to get it to be even worse than what it could be. But yeah, super lightweight. They're nice. They've never failed me. I take them everywhere if I can. And mm-hmm. they're just perfect all around. Love them. Can't yeah. complain. I have a pair at work that say pig on them. But yeah. That's all you should different. get your custom 501st. You should get Blitz I ones. Get Blitz. We were showing 212 Hunter that we could make him Cody ones at some yeah. point. He did not take us up Bro. on that offer. Commander Cody. Bro. Commander Cody. Bro. Bro. <laughs> um, my number three, this is probably the last collectible on the list. My okay. number three is going to be talking about uh, mementos of an era. This is my current uh, era of collecting, and it is... My the number fifty nine Black Series Captain Rex. Um, this action figure, it, I did not pick it because oh it's expensive or it's hard to find or anything like that. The reason I picked this one is because it was my first Black Series figure. Mm-hmm. I picked this up when I was a freshman in college. Um, I picked it up on Amazon for twenty three ninety nine. Um, Imagine a time <laughs> where you could touch it for market price. This was this was shortly after people were finding it at Ross for five dollars. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, um, 
Captain Rex, he's always been one of my favorite characters. If you don't know, I have a tattoo of Rex's J guys on my left shoulder. Which no one ever um, sees. No, no one ever sees it because <laughs> I don't wear tank tops, uh, only to the gym. Um, but yeah, it's it's he's one of my favorite characters, and I was getting super, super into Star Wars. If you want to check out our episode from a couple weeks back where we talked about 2019 and how yep. it really brought us back into Star Wars, that was a huge part of it, and I started to get more into collecting, and Captain Rex was my first action figure uh, that I bought from the Black Series line, and now... Uh, I deal with the obsession of plastic crack that I deal with every day now. That's true. So, Could be know, worse. Could be worse. It's also the Black Series has opened me up to so many friendships and and you know opportunities and things <laughs> like that. So um, because of that, I I would always hold on to this one because it represents so much more than just an action figure that people like. So, I can, dude. Nice. That's my number three. Nice. So for my number two spot, I have my another Heroes and Villains mm, product, my Rex satchel bag. Now, yeah. if you ever see me in public and I'm always carrying a few things, I'm always having this. This is also a mandatory part of my church fit, too, because, I mean, it's just easy. It's stylish because it's Captain Rex and it's got a nice uh, Velcro here. Oh, wow. This is... Wow, I actually just found something I was looking for for like two weeks and it was in here the entire What is it? It's uh stuff that I have to exchange. Oh. That's actually <laughs> funny. Whoops, thank you, Jackson from the future, helping Jackson from the past. But as I was saying, like I put my Bible in when I go to church. Yeah. If I'm going shopping, I just put a couple things in it. I've taken it to a few of the cons that we've been to, but it's perfect for an everyday carry. Now it did have a tri strap system where it would kind of hang like this and then you'd have a middle one that would like connect here but i wasn't a huge fan of that so i tied it to the back and so it kind of just like works like a satchel bag it's a little worse yeah and i got these fun pins on it too from people i met at icc i was uh, talking to somebody about how we were from pennsylvania and we drove all the way down and they gave me this awesome andor pin that says i'm just a tourist and he's being choked out by the <laughs> hk droid and then I have another one from the Midwest uh, Star Wars Fanatics. There was a very nice gentleman uh, who we met who was also prior service, I'm pretty sure, who was one of the main members of this. Really, really awesome dude. But yeah, I'd like to add some more buttons to it later if I could. I had uh, a Hunter like keychain backlip hanging off this, but I have no idea what happened to it. Mm. And I'm upset because Hunter's really awesome. But yeah, this is a mandatory item for me. I use it all the time. Besides, I also, I own a Merce, but I use this more than the Merce because this carries more than that. A Merce. Hey man, don't be hating on the Merce until you use it. I'm telling you, everybody thinks it's dumb. Everyone thinks this is dumb until you start using a bag. I'm telling you. Um, so I think, uh, is that was your number two? Yep, that was my number two. My number two is going to be uh, my ARC Trooper Blitz costume. Okay. I think See, that that's, that's a mandatory thing. Yeah. Uh, the 501st Legion has become a huge part of my Star Wars fan experience. It's cool to bring joy to other people and especially like young fans and, you know, fans who know that I'm a much more obscure character. I'm a specific mm -hmm. clone trooper. When people even know that I'm an ARC Trooper or a clone trooper, I think that that's phenomenal in and of itself. Yeah. Um, I think he's cool, too, because he was based on the Steelers, mm -hmm. um, and that's what Dave Filoni is from Pittsburgh, so he based Blitz's design off the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, and I think that's also a cool touch, because that's my favorite football team. I can. Um, so it's kind of like a twofer right there. Um, yeah, honestly, I think that that's a 
in my opinion, a great choice for a, yeah. for a number two. And I've had a lot of experiences, you know, I got to spend time with my dad building the costume mm-hmm. and that was, that's something I'll always, um, hold special, uh, to me as well. So it's, and again, meeting people through it and, you know, the friendships you create through doing that kind of a hobby. Uh, it's awesome. You get to be a life-size action figure. And yeah. as a collector, I couldn't ask for anything more. So Heck yeah, that's my number two. Nice, nice. So in my number one spot of a mandatory Star Wars item that I cannot live without, that I will actually have to live without now when I move, is my Kenobi, uh, if I can move it, my Kenobi Columbia mm. sweatshirt. Now, I've been a little bit lazy in some of our past winter seasons, and I don't really want to wear a coat most of the time. But this is like the perfect coat substitute. I've used it for so many different occasions. I proposed in this damn thing. <laughs> I've like worn it in like 30 degree and lower temps, but it has kept me so warm. It's like what the nicest and warmest piece of clothing that I own in general. Sure. Like I love it to death. And so for that, it takes my number one spot, especially for living in a cold climate like we are in right now. It is perfect. For any situation, any outing, it's classy, it's casual. I've had a lot of people kind of be like, oh my gosh, like that's so cool. Like, how did you get that? Or my colonel was nerding out on me and he's like, oh my gosh, that's Obi-Wan's from the Clone Wars when they were on this planet and during this episode. I was like, dang, sir, you a nerd for real, for real. But (laughs) no, in all seriousness, though, it is a very awesome sweatshirt. It's super nice, super comfortable. Mm -hmm. If you could ever get your hands on this collection, I would recommend it. Or if you can get your hands on any future Star Wars Columbia collaboration, you should never sleep on that. It is elite. Sweet. So for my number one, I have a I have a special item here. Okay, okay. It is the crowned jewel of my collection. Okay. It is oh, my signature that my dad got for me. I know you gotta fix Rex. Dave Filoni's signature with a personalized message and a doodle of Captain Rex. So, uh, some of you have heard the story before, but I know there are a lot more of you now, a lot of new viewers and stuff since the last time I told this story. So, Jackson, you're just going to have to go into autopilot mode and listen and shut down for a minute while I tell a story. So, uh, the story behind this Dave Filoni signature. Um, so, back in... Again, so if you didn't know, Dave Filoni is from Pittsburgh, uh, which is in Pennsylvania, which is in our area. Um, And Dave Filoni attended the college that Jacob currently goes to, uh, Edinburgh University. Um, And Dave Filoni graduated from there. And obviously, if you know Dave Filoni, he worked on the Clone Wars. He's done stuff for Rebels, Ahsoka, Mando, all that good stuff. Um, And... Dave Filoni came back to Edinburgh, and I want to say around between 2010 and 2012, and he went to Edinburgh and did a speech, um, just kind of talking about his experience, you know, uh, at Edinburgh and post-Edinburgh, things like that. My dad went down there um, to go, you know, listen to him speak, and my dad actually got the opportunity to uh, talk to him and, and meet him for a little bit and got to talk to him for like 10 minutes, I want to say. Um, and I remember when my dad was going down there, he asked my sister and me at the time, uh, if we each had a question, uh, that my dad could ask Dave Filoni, we each got one question, excuse me. And I remember being super angry at my sister because her, I felt like she was wasting a precious <laughs> question, you know, cause as a kid, I always saw Dave Filoni as like a, as like a, a superhero because he was doing things for the clone wars. And because my dad was such a super fan uh, he, I always knew the name Dave Filoni, like yeah. even as a kid. Um, 
And I remember think I remember getting mad at my sister because she asked, "Is Commander Cody going to be in more episodes going forward?" And I was like, "That's such a waste. That's such a waste <laughs> of a question." Uh, at this time, I think it was maybe only season two or three of the Clone Wars they were on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember my question was, "Will we ever see a Wookiee Jedi?" Oh, and for some okay. reason, I thought that was a way better question than than will we see Commander Cody in future episodes. Uh, so when my dad met Dave Filoni, he asked him those questions. And I remember my my dad came home and he was like. Uh, you know, I, well, I asked Dave the question about the Wookiee Jedi and he just kind of looked at me and went, oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> if, if you've ever seen Dave Filoni in an interview, that's how he always talks is it's, if he doesn't want to say something straight up, he just, oh, well, yeah, you never know. You know? <laughs> um, and then obviously later on we have Gunji who shows up in some episodes and then also in the Bad Batch. And for me that, you know, I, I think that's my character. Um, but anyway, uh, so um, my dad has held on to this personalized signature, and it, uh, it says, Tommy, the force is with you. It's Dave Filoni's signature, and he doodled, like, Captain Rex from, like, the chest up, oh, nice. which is super, super cool. Um, and uh, my dad held on to it for all, like, 10 years. I completely forgot mm. that it was a thing, and he held on to it and kept it in safekeeping in his closet. And then for Christmas a couple years ago, uh, he gave this to me. Uh, it's in a little magnet kind of shadow box almost. Yeah. Um, and he painted it with some, you know, uh, Captain Rex cobalt blue um, colors. And he also included my Captain Rex action figure that I bought at Target right after we went and saw the Clone Wars movie. Uh, in theaters this was the captain rex the specific one that i went to target and picked up so he's on a little piece of acrylic uh, sitting in the shadow box there so if i were to get rid of honestly this would be my number one if i had to get rid of everything else this would be the only thing that i would be content having if it was my only star wars related item and obviously it's because it's one of a kind and no one can ever replicate it or anything so that's my number one Heck yeah, dude. Yeah. Dang. That's kind of like mad inspiring in my opinion for like, if we get to meet Vanessa again or mm-hmm. do something like yeah, that, I think sure. it'd be cool if we did obviously like a group photo, but then we like include like action figures with yes. like maybe pictures of people you do. So then you have that extra sentimental value to it. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe an idea for the future, but heck Definitely. yeah, I think that's really cool. I think signatures like that, that are really personal are awesome. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting, I've mentioned this before on the show, but Jeremy Bullock, when he was alive, yeah. uh, God rest you, obviously really awesome person, loved the character of Boba Fett, really cared for it too. Mm-hmm. I sent him a letter in third grade because we had to like send letters to people for like a project. And he got back to me like a year later, wrote like a handwritten thing, like on a sticky note and sent me like a card for him that was cool. like signed as well and that's something i'll treasure forever yeah but it's just like stuff like that from these kinds of people are like really really awesome that's what makes the franchise mean a whole lot more too for sure um yeah so that's our top five commander cook we hope you are satisfied with our answers and our choices we hope you're feeling better as well boss yeah yeah everyone everyone send a prayer commander cook's way for his surgery that he just had heck yeah heck yeah um yeah, and then real quick, we do have our little collector's topic this week, <laughs> and it is that the Jedi Fallen Order 3-pack that was pipelined as an Amazon-exclusive release at uh, San Diego Comic-Con last year has been leaked on a random selling site. Yeah, um, which was weird. Well, 
weird because it wasn't from like an official source yet that we were getting this. Right, right. It is going to be an Amazon exclusive. If you said Yak was a fake for saying that this was real, you deserve to die for that. This dude only brings you facts. It's no fake news. It's, it's a ever. fake set. Someone went ahead and made fake packaging and everything. Yeah, that's it's because it was pipelined almost a year ago. Yeah. And now we're finally getting it. So sex, it took a while. It looks really, really good, though. Mm-hmm. Second Sister and Cow look all brand new, retooled. Their bodies look great. The only thing I'm kind of like, eh, about, but it isn't a huge deal. The clone looks like it's on the 2013 body. It looks like you can see the hinge classic joints that Rex has right there. Yeah. So I did I did some like deep diving into these. So uh, Second mm-hmm. Sister is just a redo. Uh, it's like the same exact figure from the original one, except this time they gave her a soft goods cape. It Perfect. Looked, it looks That's like what she, they needed. And that was all I cared about with her was I hated yeah. that big rubbery cape. You couldn't really Yeah, you can't anything. pose or anything, no. so it's criminal to that character. Yeah. Cal, it looks like his legs are from the Grand Inquisitor figure from the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Oh, okay. That's um, which is great because that's a new figure and it looks great. Um, mm-hmm. So there's that one. And then the Purge Trooper, yes, is on the uh, 2013 clone body however i'm okay with that in this case because it's gonna be the same exact it's gonna look uniform with the other two purge troopers that have already come Mm -hmm. out yeah so i mean with that as well i'm perfectly okay the uniformity Mm -hmm. will be there there's just a little bit hard to stand sometimes in my opinion for sure especially i really hate the staff purge trooper that's one of my least favorite black series figures because he's really hard to stand and get in a good pose maybe i should just watch action display more god help me (laughs) but the purge trooper in this pack comes with a gravity hammer which is kind of funny because the gravity hammer was really really annoying in the second game yeah i'm excited for that dude but yeah, I mean, other than that, guys, next week is going to be Woo! the freaking Bad Batch season three, three episode premiere. I can't believe we're already here. Yeah. I actually yeah. already saw a leak for episode lengths two <gasps> for next week. So I'm not going to say anything unless you want to know. I'll say it off camera yeah, later. Just tell but me after we. Yeah, no, it's insane. I'm absolutely. Again, it's so hard to believe that we were like, when Star Wars happening? And then Star Wars was like, here. And yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. So, so I'm just stoked. So, just so you guys know, um, we're I'm gonna try my best to get episodes out early for patrons. Uh, I know we've been doing a really good job at it these past couple months. Um, but because of our schedules, you know, um, with us and then trying to get Jacob on as well, mm-hmm. um, it sounds like we're gonna start recording late wednesday nights um because we don't know when this comes out we don't know if it's 3 a.m on the on the wednesday or if it's 9 p.m on the wednesday so yeah so if if we don't know we might have to adjust our upload schedule if they don't come out till 3 a.m again but if they come out at 9 p.m eastern time yeah like ahsoka did then we'll watch it together for the first time right Mm -hmm. when it comes out and then we will immediately, right after we came off watching it, do a podcast on it. Yeah, so. that way it'll be fresh in our mind. We might miss some Easter eggs here and there that might cook up like after the day or two. But it is what it is. It'll be fresh. It'll be cool. We'll have some fun. Mm-hmm. The channel started on Bad Batch and maybe it'll end on Bad Batch. That was a joke. <laughs> We're not going anywhere anytime soon. But 
Thank you, everybody, so mm-hmm. much for watching this another amazing episode of the 1313 Podcast. Thank you again, Commander Cook, for your very awesome video recommendation. We hope you all enjoyed this topic of today. Again, please, if you want to help support us financially so we can keep upgrading our set, please consider joining our channel memberships mm-hmm. or our Patreon. Follow us on Instagram, X, Twitch, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Like the video. Check out the awesome shorts, TikToks, and reels we're putting out as well. Yeah, and I think that's it. I think I yeah. covered it. Join the Discord. Join the there Discord, and if you want to, you know, help contribute to our payroll so that we can hire more co-hosts, <laughs> make sure to check out our channel membership and our Patreon. And channel membership, you do get access to all of the action figure reviews early. Yeah. So Patreon, you're gonna get this Calcestis at the end of February. One very, very lucky person. Awesome prizes like that every single month. Why wouldn't you join? Exactly. You basic you join a tier for ten bucks a month to get early podcast episodes. You get twenty percent off the brand new merchandise we're putting Ooh. out, which yeah. is a good incentive too. And you get entered in a giveaway. I think it's a win, 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 win. If you love the thirteen thirteen podcast, but yeah. God bless you all, and we will see you next week for the bad batch. <laughs> the bad batch. <laughs> we're not doing a bad batch rex again. We can't. That would be the iceberg. The Bad Batch Rex. <laughs> hey, this is Vanessa Marshall. I play Harrison Dula on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the 1313 Podcast. Eh. Dun 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 Ba-da-ba-da-dum-dum-dum Ba-ba-da-ba-da-dum-dum